the studio with me this morning from the Warren County Board, we do have Sean Cavanaugh. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, Vanessa. Also with us is Dave Jinks. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you? You're really good. Good. Tell us about yesterday's uh, county board meeting. Well, we had a uh, really good county board meeting yesterday. Um, uh, just about everybody, all the members were there, which is a really good thing. We started out our board meeting with a reconvening the... Um, uh, actually, the way we do it, we reconvene from a September meeting uh, with our budget hearing. And at yesterday's meeting, we approved our budget for the uh, upcoming uh, two, 2023 year. Uh, we have a total budget of around uh, $17 million and uh, which is a, a large number, but uh, we have a lot of things that that money goes to and to run to run the county and also some other uh, committees, though we have a, a general uh, budget of uh, uh, just over almost almost four million dollars uh, in our general fund, and we're uh, we're getting along real good on uh, um, money right now. As as you know, with uh, inflation, uh, that where it is at eight percent or more. Uh, that raises prices on everything. Well, right along with that, it raises the tax on everything. So our taxes coming into the county through the replacement tax, income tax, uh, supplemental sales tax have been going up. And we have, uh, so we have, uh, right now we have a surplus in our, um, our general fund. Uh, we, we approved the budget and uh, then we had our re started our regular meeting uh, uh, Jenna Link from the Warren County Health Department came in and talked about uh, what their group is doing and they're in good shape financially. Uh, they had, uh, they're keeping busy with uh, vaccinations and uh, uh, the, I think the uh, COVID va vaccinations are uh, slowing down some, but uh, uh, this is the flu season, so that's all up and going. Uh, then we had uh, Chip Algren came in, a uh, former state's attorney, and he's uh, kind of leading the charge on the jail, uh, our new jail um, committee. And uh, many Warren County citizens uh, will becoming more aware of what we're doing for the for the jail. Uh, we're we passed a resolu resolution at the county board meeting to put uh, the uh, a referendum for the new jail, a referendum for a sales tax increase um, for the new jail on the ballot uh, in April of this coming year. So everybody will be have an opportunity to see what we're see what we're thinking about and up, updating that uh, from now until April. We're uh, anxiously uh, uh, waiting the out, outcome of the referendum. Uh, we think we have a really good uh, uh, plan, and uh, we have a, a good plan to pay for it. And uh, so that's coming up. Um, then we went into uh, claims and reports of committee. Our first uh, was a road and bridge committee. They, we, have, we have to have a resolution every year to pay the uh, uh, county engineer's salary. Uh, we went <clears throat> and there was various things with that we had to approve. Uh, then the, all part of the Road and Bridge Committee's duties now is to, uh, they have a public transit, commi transit committee, 
and we went through that, and they have, we had a resolution on um, the uh, Echo Lane, which is a, a computer group that is working for the for the Public Transit Committee. It'll be a software that people can manage their public transportation needs on. It'll make things simpler for everybody. Using COVID funds, I believe, for that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, that's going to be a nice thing for both Warren County Public Transportation and the consumers out there who need to get from A to B. And it's even more important when it gets colder because not too many people are going to want to walk anywhere. I sure wouldn't. So that's uh, it's, it's very nice. And we went to an, uh, Animal Control also. Um, we uh, approved a contract for Animal Control um, also, an agreement between the city and the county because we operate the facility jointly. We share the expenses there, so that was uh, that agreement. And also, animal control administrator contract was signed. Typically, that's a veterinarian uh, with some responsibilities as it ties into uh, animal control. It's kind of a boilerplate, same thing every year type of thing. And uh, so that was achieved. Um, and then we went into buildings and grounds uh, and we had a lot going on there as uh, Mr. Jinx said the we passed a resolution to have a referendum uh, on the ballot in April that will pay for that is will be used to pay for a new jail and that referendum it does uh, it is a sales tax of 0.75 percent and it is a, it's not a forever tax it has a sunset clause so when the debt has been retired uh, on the jail, uh, that tax will go away, and if at that time the county board wants to have another tax, then they can do that then. But so we're, uh, like Dave said, we've got some plans on getting the word out to the people, um, all kinds of different things. And one thing that uh, people should also realize that the promotion, advocacy for the uh, proposed new jail, um, public funds are not used for that advocacy. We have to go out and uh, raise that money to promote the uh, the jail project and county board members and other individuals and organizations have been chipping in on that so we should be taken care of there and it's a it's a big deal uh, it's probably the biggest building project we had in our time on the board most certainly yeah i agree and it's we have the oldest jail around it is a dinosaur's dinosaur and when other jurisdictions come to pick up someone that they need to bring to their jurisdiction, they typically ask for a tour because they can't believe how ancient it is. And the new part of the jail is well over 100 years old, <clears throat> and the rest is older than that. And it's uh, falling apart, and eventually the state will close the jail. Then we will be beholden to another county to house our inmates. Um, we approved a, a public defender and associate public defender. Um, that's uh, a yearly thing. They've got a lot of work. As Dave's been on the board longer than me, and he can tell you just the same, but they, they do earn those dollars, that's for sure. And so we've got that taken care of. Who is our public defender and associate public defender? The associate is, uh, uh, or I'm sorry, the main public defender, Kyle Warby. <clears throat> he will be our uh, main individual. And then our assistant public defender is Scott McClintock. And um, they're both have done a lot of work here in the area, so they'll be able to hit the ground running without having to worry about any kind of learning curve uh, of how things work locally. 
um, and we know that uh, we we know of them, and, and so we're very confident in the in what they will bring to Warren County. We're happy to have them, and uh, we're very fortunate, and so are those that uh, will be using their services. Uh, we then went through several bids uh, for some um, H and L uh, plumbing. They're going to do some sewer work with the jail and, and the courthouse, which is needed. Um, IHC heating and cooling. They're going to be doing working with courthouse boilers, uh, air conditioning, and associated equipment. Uh, that it's out of date. I think uh, our air conditioning units, um, which are enormous, they are you know, what do you say, 30, 40 years old at least, and the boilers I would assume are older than that because we've had problems with heating the courthouse, and we we hear about that, and we're taking action, um, and those are being paid for. Uh, by COVID funds as well. Uh, in addition, advanced plumbing and mechanical, they're going to be doing some sewer work uh, for the courthouse. And um, we were very pleased to be able to use local uh, talent, if you will. We had other interest in parties um, that were not local that really wanted to do um, more than we were prepared to take on at the moment based on the funds and how th those work out. So we're very, very pleased uh, with um, how that worked out. So be looking to be a little warmer in the winter and a little cooler in the summer when you get to the courthouse. We then, um, Jane J. Farms, they uh, had the highest bid for the county farm. We've got 177 tillable acres and uh, their bid came in the highest. So we're looking forward uh, to Jane J. Farms doing a great job down there. What, yeah, remind us of that. It's a, it's a farm owned by the county? Yes, it uh, has been uh, the county farm used to have a, uh, a home down there. Uh, I, I grew up in that area, and I remember going there as a, as a child and, and caroling. Uh, it was a, a nursing home for in, indigenous veterans, like an Olms indigenous house or people from Warren County. Yeah, Olms House. And uh, that, I, I think at one time there was 30 or 40 people living down there, and it was a large uh, brick building. Um, after the after the nursing homes in Monmouth started up, that that home went away, and so the the farm was there to raise produce for the uh, people and make money make enough money to care for the people, and so the Warren County's always owned that farm. A lot of counties owned farms and had had nursing homes at at one time, uh, but uh, we still own it and we're getting. Uh, um, ran off of it now, and uh, it's been uh, very well cared for in the uh, previous years. Okay, so somebody is going to cash rent it, basically. Yes, it's cash rent. Okay. And um, we've had we've been very fortunate uh, for those that have been farming on that. They've all cared for the land, have been good stewards of the land. Uh, we've never had a bad apple in the bunch. So no, our farmers are always, it seems like, stewards of the land, kind of leading the way. Absolutely, and we need them more than ever, especially with all the craziness going on over in uh, Ukraine. Um, and one last thing for the Buildings and Grounds Committee. Uh, we approved uh, a, b a bid, if you will, for the courthouse from Klingner and Associates uh, to go over the entrances of the courthouse. Um, anyone that's gone in the east side door, uh, you got to give a little elbow grease to get that thing open sometimes. And it's 
it's difficult to negotiate if you have a wheelchair or you're on crutches or something, and it hasn't been updated in quite some time. So they're going to come in, take a look at all at all entrances, and provide us with some cost estimates and some schematics or drawings about what new entrances would look like. Because we do have to keep them open and operating um, for you know uh, fire marshal would say you've got to have these mm -hmm. you know easily accessible and so forth and easy to open and close. So that was uh, Billings and Grounds. We, you know, we had such a long list there, but we hammered it out pretty well. I think people uh, agreed on everything, really. Real yeah. quick. Uh, go ahead, Dave. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say, some people may wonder why uh, we're doing uh, sewer and water work in, uh, in the jail and in the courthouse. Uh, we have to maintain that facility and... and um, I don't know if everybody knows, but the water for the courthouse comes underneath the jail uh, as a service, and uh, we have to uh, maintain that water. Uh, and the, the pipes that bring it in are uh, probably over 110 years old, and they come right underneath the jail floor. So our plan is to bring them around the outside of the uh, jail and uh, to for service to jail and the courthouse, which will be a much better deal. And if we had a water main break underneath the jail, it would shut the courthouse down. And uh, we really need to take, take care of that because we're going to be using the, uh, those facilities for the in the, in the near future and uh, the courthouse probably for a lot longer than that. So. And I think it also splits how the water is routed. So uh, you could shut one off and leave the other one on and vice versa. Because yeah. it, it could it is a bit, as it sits now, it's a potential problem. It's like Dave said, if something goes kablooey, um, then it goes kablooey for everybody. Real quick, um, we talked about the jail. What is the cost? Did, did we ever f uh, have a firm number? Because I know we've got land that y'all wanted to purchase too. Um, so do we have a, an, an approximate idea of cost? The uh, we have really two. Um, we have a plan for a 40-bed jail and we have a plan for a 60-bed jail. What we're doing now is we're um, hoping to pass a referendum and would, that would raise around $16 million over a 20-25 year period and uh, uh, that, that we, we haven't made the decision exactly yet on how, how large a jail we need. Um, that's a it's it, it's an interesting problem because uh, you have to separate uh, people that have uh, uh, felonies and people that have been to court and haven't been to court. You have to separate men from women. Uh, they can't hear each other. They can't see each other, which it takes some doing to separate people mm -hmm. anymore. And all we're doing is, is going along with state mandates. And uh, so it's, our our jail, uh, the existing jail, does not, we don't meet. That's why we have have our female prisoners in Mercer County. Mm -hmm. and We've got them scattered all over the yeah, place. Yeah, we it just doesn't meet any of our needs at the present time. Okay, gentlemen, thank you for the updates. Yeah, you it bet. was a very productive meeting, and I'd like to uh, give a shout out to the finance committee for doing a great job with the budget as well as the budget committee. And um, believe it or not, Warren County is. I think the only maybe one other with no debt. Good. And that's that might change in April. 
for the jail, but uh, good, excellent thought has been put into all of it, and uh, we truly are making the best decisions for the public. Okay. Dave, thanks very much for coming in. Thank you. Dave Jink, Sean Gavinaugh with us. Warren County Board Update on 1330 WRAM and FM 94.1. Coming up, we'll talk about National Rural Health Care Day OSF. On deck, it's 830. Good morning.